Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. Satnam. This is Hariram, and I'm excited to announce our newest episode of the We Got the Nod podcast. We had a special guest here for an interview in San Marcos, Guatemala. Her name is Sabrina. She came here to visit recently from Dominican Republic, where she lives and has been living for the last, I think, 14 years now. She is a breath worker with a growing clientele at her healing space in Dominican Republic. So we were felt blessed to have her come and join us first for the Kundalini Yoga class on Friday morning. She didn't know about the events that we had planned for the same evening. And having had a wonderful Kundalini Yoga experience together, I invited her to come back for the Psychodrama Play Shop, our monthly play shop that we had scheduled that same evening. And she had, she had no previous experience with Psychodrama, so felt a little bit uh, intrigued and wary at the same time. And I said, well, just come. I think you'll like it. And she did come. We had a beautiful ceremony and uh, so it was so much fun that at the end we invited her to give testimony if she would do an interview and everything worked out on her last day here in Guatemala we we did this interview and the one you're about to hear hope you like it and let's get to it Satnam very excited to, to be here with uh, Sabrina. Thank you. From Dominican Republic. Another expat. Been away from home for a long time. You can say something about that. And uh, yeah, we're rolling. We're, we're at, we got the nut. We, we haven't done a, a new podcast for a while. So um, thank you for <laughs> accepting our invitation. Yeah, same uh, Well, first, yeah, before we, we get into the psychodramas, Maybe tell us about your your journey and coming to Costa Rica or <laughs> say Dominican Republic. I've been in Costa Rica too. Oh, Costa Rica, oh good. Yeah, I love Costa Rica. Um, yeah, no, I've been. I left Germany half my life ago when I was eighteen. I just had a calling when I was really young that I that was not my place there. That I had to go out in the world, and I tried. Many times to leave, but my parents weren't so happy about that. So <laughs> I made it until I was 18. I did what I had to do, finish education, all that stuff. And, and this just now, like, and now marks the exact, the double. Yeah. You're 36 now? 37. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, so the, more, you're over the... Yeah, I'm over <laughs> the leap. <laughs> <laughs> You've been away more than, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I just uh, spent about five years just living out of my backpack, traveling to different places, mostly in the Mediterranean and uh, um, Alps to work like okay. season works and, you know. Mm. Oh, so that's like between 18 and 23? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, when I f mm. moved to Greece, that was first introduced. I did my first yoga class ever in Greece and I went to some meditation centers. It's like this kind of spiritual things I was introduced there I met this old man called Coco and he was just yeah like old hippie I think he's not even alive anymore now it's one of the islands he was like yeah I lived on Naxos Naxos is a old known hippie 
island back in the days and there's like a older generation of people experts all over from from all over living there uh, just you know doing their thing they used to like live in the caves and <laughs> like you know do the hippie thing <laughs> and uh, he was one of those and he introduced me to this kind of um, way of living and thinking and expanding and from there I just say his name again Coco Coco yeah which is funny because I kind of sort of forgot about it you know when mm-hmm. you kind of just mm-hmm. forget about people after many years mm-hmm. and then like one day later you sudden. remember mm-hmm. again and it's mm-hmm. um, yeah there's a big coincidence with um, this Coco name that just keeps on being a spirit in my life guiding me my way um, oh. yeah Anyways, I moved to the DR um, after I lived in Greece, but I, I didn't want to move there. I just wanted to check it out because it's like one of these places that people kept telling me about. Oh, you got to go see, you got to go see, you know, mm-hmm. callings. Yes. And, um, you yeah. Couldn't, you couldn't I, I just, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm tired of living off my suitcase. I need to ground somewhere. And I wanted to move to Naxos because I really felt connected there and a piece of my heart still mm-hmm. is there. And I really a dream of going back there. But... I was like, okay, um, I'm going to check this place, Cabarete, before I'm going to settle down finally. I'm going to mm-hmm. do one last mm-hmm. season. Oh. Um, and, then. and then I went to Cabarete, and everything went just so great. I found a job right away, had mm. a nice little house, and I started surfing and mountain biking, and like I felt really good. But after mm. four months, when the season was over, I talked to my best friend that was still in Naxos, that she was the last person telling me, oh, you got to go to Cabarete. She lived there um, before. And um, I said, okay, I'm coming back. I'm ready for the summer season. And she's just like, uh, really? Huh? Like, if I wouldn't have had a boyfriend here, I would have stayed in Cabarete. Think mm. about this. Mm. this. It's really great there. Like, And then I thought about uh. it, and I'm like, well, I can't serve in Naxos. <laughs> so mm, oh, maybe I'm gonna stick it out for the summer and see how the summer is so in you the really Caribbean. Got the surfing bug, huh? Yeah, <laughs> the surf love hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like anybody mm-hmm. that surfs knows that it's a struggle Ooh. for many years before you actually start loving it. But it's just it was a before one you can get up on the board without falling over. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just such a challenge. But you know you need to learn to love everything about mm. it. Like to surf the actual waves. That's a few seconds yes. of the whole the whole picture of it like you need to learn to love paddling you need to learn yes. to love duck diving you need to learn to love the struggle and you really need to connect well, the with sea, the ocean the, and you learn just so much that's it I think that's yeah. part of the, the, the addictive yeah. element right it's the mother ocean right? yeah. it's such an yeah. intimate you have to yeah no you have right? to surrender you have to be humble and you just have to adjust all the time and um, yeah and then you know you just sit there for many, many hours, yeah. you just wait for Waiting. waves, watching waves. You get into a state of meditation if not somebody next to you tries talking to you, which also a lot mm. of people go there to just chit-chat all day. But I'm usually the ones on the outskirts. I'm just like, leave me alone. I just want to be um, in my zone. And, um, yeah, and then you just, I don't know. You know, the ocean taught me a lot of philosophy about life and how to approach mm. life. And, like, oh God, I can't keep going forever with my surf philosophy and um, the cliche is I have to ask you the, the, the cliche is that all surfers are potheads no <laughs> do you agree with or <laughs> not all surfers some How? surfers some yeah but okay. <laughs> the best surfers the really best surfers they're not they can't yeah. you have to be clear in your head well, you have to be grounded like I have friends yeah. that are pro surfers like mm-hmm. really really well known pro surfers and now they're not potheads I mean, everyone has fun every once in a while, but, you know, they're, like, just surf and smoke, and <laughs> then you sleep, and then you eat, and then you surf, and you smoke, and you sleep, and eat. There's a lot of people like that, of course. But I've met a few <laughs> <laughs> on my travels. Costa Rica. There's nothing wrong so. with that. Yeah, it's, a it's a really nice lifestyle. I'm, just, I'm happy to know that yeah, there are some... No, 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 no. You talk to the best surfers in the world, I'm sure they're not all part. Yeah, no, because it's, it's, it's a theme that comes up here in our conversations, uh-huh. and we might even you know, touch on that in the, when we get to psychodrama, because, uh, yeah, our experience, said Kirchner and I, in the School of Nod, is that it is completely possible to delve into the deeper states of consciousness, higher, however you expanded <laughs> consciousness, 
without plant medicines. Of course. Um, cacao, as you know, we use in our ceremonies, is strong enough for us. And and like, I think surfing is a good example for me because it's, it's such a profound experience just to be in the mother ocean. Yeah. I like to surf naked with my body. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to use any external. I prefer just a body you surfing can. naked. <laughs> you know, because it's such an intimate. Experience where I don't like putting clothing on when I go into the ocean. Yeah, Any, you know what I mean. Depends how cold it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. If you're doing that winter surfing, I know. Up in Canada, I know. I know there's, there's yeah. surfing communities up in Canada. They surf in the winter too. Yeah, but that's <laughs> well, a, wet, that's when suit. you are a real surfer. If you still yeah, want to exactly. surf when it's freezing cold, yeah. then you qualify. I'm, yeah. like, I'm such a pussy yeah. because you know in the Caribbean, like the water is so hot. So everywhere else I go, mm. I'm like just cold. It's like, yeah, you're in Bali. It's like everybody's in the bikini, and I'm in like a one millimeter for sure. <laughs> we get some good waves in DR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. I mean, it's, like it's not Costa Rica. Oh, there are some tubes sometimes with the swells get bigger. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Now, we get some big swells when the season is on. Like, it's mostly winter time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but in the summer too, it's nice for longboarding. And, um, yeah, but. Um, one year ago, pretty much exactly, I started foil surfing. That's next level. Oh, the... That one that elevates out of yeah. the water? Yeah? Yeah. With the kite or... No, no without a kite, just surfing. surfing. Well... Foil surfing. Yeah, it's like a surfboard, and then it has the oh. hydrofoil underneath. Wow. No motor. People always what? ask, like, where's the motor? Because you can just go forever, right? Wow. But it just works with... It's like an airplane wing. It just works with the um, aerodynamics. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so you get up and you just, I'll show you later, a little video, and you just basically on a magic carpet, you just fly over the water. Sounds perfect. And I have a whole new philosophy now. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know, if you like, let's say, you know, the ocean, the water, water is in motion, the ocean, you go, you, like, I always narrate it down to this, like, there's ocean waves are going through us that's our de- the emotion mm-hmm. that are passing and there's little ripples there's big scary ones mm-hmm. and you know when my mm-hmm. fi- surf philosophy is like you know you just go through it and you learn how to ride those big waves and like you you can bail so many times but it's always going to be another one and like when are you going to learn to just drop in and just yeah, maybe you're going to take a fall but you know what you learn something mm-hmm. and um, so now mm-hmm. with the foiling it's a whole different feeling like, People ask me, oh, how does it feel like foiling? Because the surfing, you know, you're like, you're cruising on the surfboard, okay, you know how that feels. But then the foiling, it's like, you're from Canada, so you for sure snowboarded, right? Well, no, because no. I'm older than that. I, I, <laughs> I did ski? downhill skiing, okay, cross ski. country. Okay, yeah. good. You know, you like ski in the powder or you like yeah. ski on a hard slope? That's the difference. Yes. So it's like you fly, you don't feel the texture of the water, you just fly. And so for me now in my in my own um, um, development of how to handle myself, how to handle my emotion, it's like, oh, okay, you're like you can you can ride those waves, but you don't even have to surrender to them, and has doesn't have to be such a rocky road. You could just stay and walk the high road. And like, just mm. you still take the waves, but it's kind of smoother. Mm. You just stay in your higher self, mm. elevate yeah. it. It's like a dimensional know? shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole new dimension added on to the surfing because you well, go up. So let's try that. <laughs> Sounds awesome. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 hard to learn, um, well, but so mm. is connecting with your higher yes. self, like staying in that. Right. Mindset, right? So this is my. <laughs> first well, we, I, I mean, we, we share we my could, philosophy. <laughs> well, the last thing I'll, I'll just comment on, invite some response to, <clears throat> before we get to psychodrama, the expat story is always fascinating for us because we are expats here yeah. in Guatemala. Um, yeah, I think sometimes people ignore those because it sounds like in your case, the signs were obvious, right? When you arrived in DR, just everything fell into place. Yeah. That was my experience here the first time I came to San Marcos, here in the Castellan. And every time, successive time, and still I would I would go away. I even forgot about it. And I thought, oh, maybe Chiapas is better. Because I had some 
you know, there's usually more than one place where you can have that kind of synchronicity. Mm-hmm. So San Cristobal de las Casas had a similar mm-hmm. uh, effect, just, just ease, flow, things flowing and, and appearing and manifesting easily. Yeah. Sometimes people ignore that, right? When it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because it's not logic and there's mm-hmm. a lot of voices from outside and from inside that tell you no. You can't, it's not safe, it doesn't make sense, you know, like, mm-hmm. I always say when people call you crazy, and you know you're on the right path, because it's out of the comfort zone, out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. and that's when you can, you know, really go further, and like, find something new, and, um, yes. yeah, and usually those callings, because there will be challenges too, that's great, that's what I'm, that's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking yeah. too, like, it's, it's it, even if it, things fall in place, it doesn't mean that it's easy, <laughs> 14 years in the DR haven't been easy, you know, how many times I was like, fuck this, I'm done, like, I want to go somewhere else, but then, you know, it's not so easy to, yeah. like, I just haven't been called to anywhere else, like, I've mm, been called mm-hmm. to come here and visit, and mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be back, because yeah. um, I think there's a lot of things to explore, yes. but um, my home is DR, and for some reason, my energy is just, my mission is there, and... Um, well, speaking of, this is a good, perfect lead-in. This is great. Uh, um, speaking of the comfort zone and going beyond the comfort zone, for sure, I think all expats can relate to this. Going to a foreign country, especially if, you don't, uh, if you're not fluent in the native language, as we are not. Um, when you came to yoga class here, we, we do hope you come back because uh, we so much enjoyed having you in our um, two events. <laughs> the same day, because uh, you probably didn't even know that we had the evening event, but you came to no. the... I just went with the flow. Yoga class. <laughs> we, had, we had a great... We ended up having a, a private class, yeah, too. Yeah, right? which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a wonderful class, because you've had some kundalini yoga experience yeah. before, which is yeah. always great. No, yeah. it was an unsynchronicity, because all the exercises you did were, are the ones that I pick in my own routine, like literally... Oh, and I was like, yeah. now we're doing the f- breath of fire. That's what I'm starting with. Yeah. Oh, now we're doing this. Oh, man, this is awesome. But I got yeah. a chance to hear like, oh, no, mm. but put your elbows more up. Mm. And like, you know, mm. being corrected is like, now I'm going to do it better doing it by myself. So awesome. it was just like, how did you know that this is the things that I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I guess you learn a few things teaching as long as I have. This is my 20, 26 yeah. years now. I'm in my 26 year teaching Kundalini yeah. Yoga. What a, what a ride that's been. Yeah. Um, so, of course, I had to because we, we felt, I felt such a good rapport and such a joyous class. Um, I invited you to come to our psychodrama. Yeah. And I think maybe your first response almost was, oh, that sounds like yeah, yeah, my comfort like, zone. That yeah. sounds weird. <laughs> Yeah, what was your first what was your first impression when when I mentioned the term psychodrama? I didn't understand. I was like, explain me and then you explain. I'm like, I still don't understand. I don't know what it is. It sounds weird, but you know I'm here to get weird. <laughs> so I have nothing to lose, I have no friends. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to do. And I'm mm. here to make experiences and just go out mm. of out of my comfort zone and just, you know, like whatever. Like so I was mm. just like you know, all the, I'm, I'm fighting all the little voices in my head that turn on, you know, like, oh, no. Was it, you know? <laughs> yeah, was there like, a time, was there a time between... shut up on the backseat. Yeah, was there, was there some <laughs> moments between the class and the evening workshop that you thought, no, I'm not going? <laughs> I was kind of in between. I was like, well, let me just see, just like York, the other guy that was there said, like, oh, it's, it's almost five, uh, I can go. Yeah, I can go. <laughs> I'm like in the mood. I'm in the mood. I was feeling like childish. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in the mood to play. Like, whatever. Nobody knows me. If I cook out, yeah. who cares? <laughs> <laughs> if you what? Cook out. Cook out, yeah. <laughs> well, this is fascinating, too, because we, we referred to our, our participants that evening as the misfits of San Marcos. Because like, uh, we've seen this pattern, what you've just described, being alone here, not having any friends. <laughs> this is We've heard this a lot because people tend to come... But yeah, but here, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I think it's often like this: a, a, a solitary person will show up at one of our events mm-hmm. because they're not, they haven't found. A yeah, but I mean, this is how you meet people. Yeah, that's why I came to the yoga class in the first place as well. Like, it is when you you know participate in things. Like, if I just sit in a restaurant by myself, I'm not gonna meet anyone. I mean, some people 
do it that way. They just go talk to the next person. But I'm not this kind of person, so I just try to see what offerings are there, and I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. I'll go if I meet somebody cool. And one of the reasons I, I'm I'm just taking a little time to touch on this theme is because we might share some of this uh, interview with uh, the Atitlan group pages, for example, on Facebook. So people like you, maybe people who are traveling alone, for example, might consider coming to our uh, psychodrama play shop, which we also do um, as a private offering as well. If they can't, they don't, the timing, of course, for you is perfect because mm-hmm. you're only here for a week and we do it once a month. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely powerful and very mm-hmm. different than I thought it would be. Yeah, what would you say, what would you say, this <laughs> is uh, on that theme, to someone who might be considering that, or they see our, our flyer and a little ad for the psychodrama, but they don't have a clue what it's about, what would you say to them? What would I say to them? That it's it's like a it's like a ceremony. It's a shamanic ceremony with tools and um, with really beautiful space holders. <laughs> and it's challenging, and it's gonna bring you deep inside yourself and outside of the norm and it's just going to evoke your primal you and it might bring you back into who you once were in Mm. other lives and all the patterns that are within you and just pay attention um, what voices are coming up what limitations Mm. are coming up what beliefs are coming up and like go against it basically and that's how you Pretty good results, I would say. <laughs> well, yeah, you touched on an important theme that we we always discuss in the, in the in the workshop, which is the the three stages, starting with the preparation, <coughs> where we pass the talking stick or dagger, <laughs> often our obsidian blade, um, and invite people to state their intention. What what is it maybe troubling you or on your mind? And you spoke about the ancestors. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. No. For me, uh, it's you know I've been doing a lot of work on myself. I'm I'm a breathwork facilitator, and that way I I am doing the I'm breathing a lot. It brings me a lot in myself. I'm I'm I have to do the work before I can help others. Mm. So I'm ahead of my students, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been digging up a lot of things. I spent the last 18 years. I'm patterning myself, like. And, and what came through with the psychodrama, the, the download I got was that this is why I am who I am in this life, whereby I am born and grown up in the place I am, why I, yeah, why I am this. Because mm-hmm. before in my lineage, my ancestors, uh, what came up was that I was indigenous. And I always felt this really strong. Like when I was a little girl, I liked to dress up like an Indian girl mm-hmm. and like play with those jewelries and stuff. So it was always like mm-hmm. this attraction there. But you know, I'm, like I'm Native European, Ameri- Native American, more. Yeah, yeah, or, and I just yeah. you know, I'm really connected to all. So like, the Americans were calling you since early age. Yeah, but not only that. I just yeah. I lived in many different cultures, indigenous cultures. I think. That's yeah. what came through, and um, mm-hmm. um, but I would always, I would never even have thought of this until that journey we had, because mm. it was then pretty clear, and yeah, the message that came through was that my mission, or in this life, is to unpattern myself from these things that I was conditioned to, so that I can be an embodied space holder for other people to do the same, because I can be empathic, I know how it feels, right? And Mm -hmm. so I'm connecting now more to my ancestral roots, and then this was a really big piece of the puzzle to, like, open that door, because I would have never thought that, and I never even, it's like, what ancestors, like, what ancestors? Who are my ancestors? Like, my German ancestors, or, like, going on because I don't feel connected to that German culture. I'm like fighting it yeah. which, uh, or I'm in resistance of it and um, yeah, there was just some beautiful golden nuggets that came through that will help me now to continue that work and um, look deeper. 
Yeah, well, we'll speak a little bit about integration <clears throat> later. And yeah, it was just such a joy working with all of you. And because knowing, knowing your intention at the beginning, being very clear with that, and it can change, as we always mention, um, <clears throat> it's so helpful in that preparation stage because then we can move into, well, we're, we're sipping sacred cacao, chanting, pray, prayer, and then we move into some warm-up exercises. Mm -hmm. Make me really laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the kundalini, that was fine. That was great. And the but the animal sounds, I almost <laughs> had to first laughing because I talked to my partner before, and I said, I'm going to psychodrama. And he's like, well, if they make you, I don't sound, doesn't sound fun, like they make you like, make noise like a chicken or something. You said that? No, he said that. And I'm like, uh -huh. <laughs> and then we started to make animal noises. I'm like, here we go. He knew it. How did he even know that? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> so I just had to laugh. And, and just so you know, <laughs> just for the audience, we don't always invite <laughs> students to make animal noises. No, it just whatever comes through, right? Whatever just so your partner, let it, so in case he's listening. No, but it was just another synchronicity. You're just yeah. like, really? <laughs> but that's the first, like, where the first blockage comes up, you know? It's yeah. like, I don't well, know. I don't know if I want to make a monkey noise or an mm. elephant noise or, like, I don't, I don't, mm, and I just was <laughs> Well, that's one thing we're looking for, in a sense, without looking for it it's the synchronicities it's like we, as we spoke about with finding a new home it can happen in the ceremony right all these synchronicities like who comes to the ceremony how the people in the group interact or, or reflect one another yeah as in oh there's always <laughs> no coincidences yeah <laughs> so the science we're, we're looking for the science we're not looking for struggles so much but sometimes if, if the struggle is really strong if there's some resistance there then you no, might, but this is when yeah. you learn this is when yeah. change happens when you allow yourself to okay I'm struggling with this but you know what this doesn't stop me now mm -hmm. boom and that's when you have a release that's when you break through and it, ha it has to happen if you don't feel struggle with anything what you do then you're not uh, progressing we feel Sadkirtan and I feel this is so much value um, especially here in Atitlan, with all of the psychonauts and, and explorers of, <laughs> of the mental, spiritual landscape, who could, I think, benefit, because we're, we're offering a non-plant medicine alternative to many of the other ceremonies that happen here regularly, yeah. of course, with the cacao. So let's speak a little bit more about the details, because it was some new things happened, and it always happens. This is the third time we've done the, the group setting here at to La Paz, such a beautiful space. We love that space. It's so magical. Um, <laughs> and so this is a, f a lot of firsts. We don't always do the animal sound imitations. <laughs> and in, and in the, the warm-up, we, we, we went into this, we could call it a guided uh, meditation. Everyone was standing. I invited you guys to explore... And this was mostly inspired by your um, intention, in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> but the ancestors, I was invited participants to explore, just to be open, if it comes, uh, a past life, if you will, an archetype that you have fulfilled or lit mm -hmm. before. I don't like to say before so much, because linear time for me yeah. is a total illusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And we, there were three steps. Did you have any feedback on that? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it just um, connected <coughs> with um, work I've done before and regressions, um, like hypnosis, like quantum mm -hmm. regression. Yes. And um, the first thing that came up was like one of the last regressions that I did that mm -hmm. I needed answers for and that my intention is to, to find out more about this life because whenever you do these kind of regressions whatever you're shown it's like well why does this come up well because this is what you need now to keep walking your path to to keep doing your work it's like an indicator makes you curious and then you just start asking more questions and you mm. slowly this is part of the integration of the regression yes to pick up the pieces like when you do ayahuasca like it took me three mm. years to mm. literally integrate mm. this ayahuasca journeys that I did yes. uh, to understand all the messages that came through and yes. integrate that in my life and now it's like boom I close the cycle I'm called again to do that 
again because yeah. I'm ready. So it just takes a long time for integration. And so oh. this really helped me to integrate this regression that I'm also happy you asked about past life because it was like, boom, right there. I'm back in this vi like in this vision. And I felt like I'm back in the regression, like literally. I was like, wow, mm. I didn't know it's going to be like that. Beautiful. Yeah. And you had some visions with that, other messages? Wait, was the yeah. message that you're ready to do more? No, no, no. that uh, no, I just, that no, no, but um, okay. no, I got a vision right away um, of, a, of a colibri, actually, um, yes. which I, which has been a big sign for me in the last five months of another journey that I did and mm. just kept on coming in, for real or in like symbols, like colibris have been everywhere and like right away I got the colibri vision mm. I'm like okay this is the sign we're here on the right path mm. open Beautiful. up surrender let it go be true to yourself and um, well, again those markers right those yeah. reminders yes this is the right path yeah, yeah. but it's just it, like yeah I mean totally the signs yes gotta learn how to read the signs it's really important like yeah. when you want to follow a calling <laughs> WGTN Guatemala Today's podcast is brought to you by the School of Nod, International School of Kundalini Yoga, Nod Yoga, Psychodrama, and more. Founded by the dynamic soulmate duo Hariram and Satkirtan, the School of Nod offers unique and transformative online programs. Satkirtan and Hariram have between them 30 years' experience leading classes, workshops, Kirtan and retreats. For more information, go to www.schoolofnod.com. And now back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala. Yeah, so, yeah, this is great because you mentioned asking the right questions. And this is for those facilitators. I know you are a facilitator too with breathwork, which is beautiful. Um, I call it rebirthing. I mean, there's different terms to describe this type of breath work therapy. It's very deep and profound. I think overall yeah. you can call it conscious connected breath yeah. work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we could talk, I mean, we could, that yeah. could be another interview, yeah, yeah, for no. sure, because, uh, yeah, I, yeah, we don't need to talk about I studied with some, in, uh, some students of Leonard Orr, which was mm -hmm. just, wow, the, the timing and the timing of things. But asking for facilitators, asking the right questions. Because the way I look at psychodrama, the, the term itself can be I know for, for people, maybe you might, might want to comment on that <laughs> in a moment, um, can be somewhat challenging or jarring. Psychodrama. What, <laughs> but, um, and I've looked at, we've looked at other ways, other names, but we never found anything better to describe it. Because of the theater aspect, as a director, sometimes I, I describe my role in the facilitation role as I'm directing the play. Yeah. And a good director says very little. As little as possible, less is more. A good director is going to give the players, the actors, as much space mm -hmm. as possible to do their art, their magic, yes. and only intercede when, when it's really necessary and, and useful in some way. And that's when asking the right questions is the director's challenge. Yeah. Yeah, and you're really good with that. <laughs> I think you just have really good intuition. You're very tuned in and... Yeah, the right things came up, and it just helped me to like move on. And you know, sometimes I feel, yeah, you like I didn't feel pressured in any moment. Like, oh God, now I, I have nothing. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just felt very flowing, and just mm. that I can take my time. And then you give me little pointers, like, hey, this, whatever. Mm -hmm. I guess comes through to you because for me, it's the same thing. When I'm guiding my sessions, I'm just a channel, mm -hmm. and I'm tuning in with myself and what comes out of my mouth is not my words it's just it just comes through and needs to be said and that's what usually triggers people to have a release and have an opening in some way and just yeah and this is why every ceremony is unique it depends solely on the participants it could be the same participant completely different circumstances oh, you know, always. as you know yeah. um, so just linking the that preparatory work in the warm-ups and then going into the these archetypes how would you how did that work for you like transitioning from that into your own more personal like we had a chance to do some one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. um, 
psychodrama work. I so. mean, I had no problem being in my own bubble. Like it mm. was just, yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm usually getting really distracted when I'm in groups and there's mm. people around, and I'm like, because I'm empathic and I'm. Mm -hmm. taking in from all sides and everywhere but at the time I was just like you know I'm gonna do my thing and I'm yeah I was, I was in my bubble and you were the voice in my ear and just guiding mm -hmm. me and mm -hmm. it was yeah very and I don't want to ignore Sad Kirtan's part because you know the music I think do you want to comment because if, if one of us is leading the other one is usually doing some yeah, musical yeah I really appreciate your music like, um, yeah, to have all the instruments there, just the room filled with some frequencies. Um, and I guess you're also intuitively playing. Um, just, yeah, and it just really brings you back. I mean, for me, because it was about my ancestors and about my lineage and my tribal roots. So for me, it was just so super beneficial to be like connected to that mm. um, primal me and like, witnessing those instruments that my system knows and understands and it just mm -hmm. gets you in this trance kind of I mean I think all of us have some kind of tribal roots like I mean yeah mm. so our our I don't know like this energetic one, for system example. just knows how to respond <laughs> to these things yeah so this is beautiful yeah this is one of the instruments that we we use in ceremony and it's made by a shaman and or his his Family, his, I think his, he's taught his children. Yeah. He's a sound healer in Peru. He makes these uh, bamboo flutes, very special. Super nice. Um, yeah. Of course, we like to use rattles often. <laughs> Did you know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't bring your drum today. <laughs> yeah, we have a, we have a, yeah, the frame drum. It's, it's over there. Yeah. No, yeah. so good. I mm -hmm. really appreciate the music. It's, mm. yeah. Like um, often, you know, you go and there is um, music, but from recording. And like on my my breathwork journeys, I curate a playlist with lots of intention, and it's really mm. powerful. But to have additional instruments mm. or like only instruments, just and a voice in the room, mm. it just it just makes a huge difference. What would you think? It just came up, so I'm going to say a proposition. Like if we were, if Sat Kitchen and I were to develop a course, it could be a short course, certifi with certificate, of course, you get a nice diploma. Psychodrama, diploma psychodrama, <laughs> you have to have a diploma, right? Psycho, I, I know, I love it. Isn't it great? Only now, in this crazy time, can, can you get a diploma or a degree, I think, even now, in shamanism? No, seriously, there's some schools now, I think, that even give out... Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. like, it's, 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 it's in our programming, <laughs> like, we don't believe it until we have a piece of paper with yeah. our name on it and all that, but, you know... But I think a lot of shamans are laughing their guts out. What, you're, you think that piece of paper means... Put, put that in the fire pit, That's what let's I start feel a... Like. <laughs> it's so funny that you bring this up, really, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something that, yeah. Well, well, the, the question, and you can, you don't have to answer, but the, the question was, if we were to design a, a course mm -hmm. specifically for psychodrama facilitation, yeah, and based on what, what basically what you experienced to a large degree, there's more to it, of course, but would would that interest you? Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's a great. It's. A, I was even thinking okay, of we, this. Did we get we got that on tape? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, because it's. Uh, I think it's a great tool. Uh, I feel like I would want to explore, but we could bring a. We could come to Co Dominican Republic perhaps, totally. to do it. Yeah, you want to do it? Sad. <laughs> the doors are always open. Okay. <laughs> she has a beautiful, lovely space, a round uh, space. You work in in, in yeah, Dominican, which my little yurt <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, the boom, the energy vortex. Is that your private space, yeah. or do you? So, okay, so you don't it's yeah. no, no, no. It's my. I'm mm. very protective mm. about maybe a bit too much, but it's lovely it's, space. I yeah, no, it's called the space within you. Very good. Because I could feel the energy just looking at the video. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of space within us that we don't inhibit, so we have to explore. Absolutely, I have to say, because you you raise this idea. <laughs> There was some dude uh, on my, I can't remember his name, if I had any previous connection on my uh, Facebook network, wrote this long piece about 
all the ills of this time, and which is fine. He, he had some good insights. Obviously, he's, he's a philosopher, and he's you know, but it was there was a pedantic, and he kept going on. And he kept using the word "you," "you this," "you," and I was reading and saying, "Well, I, I don't, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm not that person that you keep saying you, you, you know." And it made me think of you know nonviolent communication. I think it's worth mentioning again for anyone who's really serious about facilitation, whatever your facilitation is, breathwork or psychodrama, to come from the eye. What, do you have anything you want to... <laughs> I don't know if I can follow. <laughs> well, you know, people, people often come from the second person. You oh, need you to this, do this, you, you this, you're, yeah, you're yeah. messed up, you're, 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 you're brainwashed by the yeah. mockingbird, whatever. Yeah, you know, no. I think his intentions were good, but just... Uh-huh. It's too just much a way of talking. Yeah. Making yeah. f- making yourself superior in yes. some way and say yes. everybody else has a problem but yes. not me. And but honestly, for me, this is I think that's why my my breathers, my my clients or like the people my my breathing community, why they like coming to me. It's they like always tell me, oh, you're you're so genuine and you never like yes. pretend that you don't have problems or like humility. It's called yeah, humility. Yeah, yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. I'm very vulnerable about my own journey and I always like you know I'm struggling with this this is coming up for me so it must be coming up for yours in some way and mm-hmm. this how I curate basically my my breathwork journeys mm-hmm. beforehand like I always have half an hour of teaching and just intuitively I pick a theme and I thought oh my god one day I will run out of things to talk about but I so far it never did there's always something new to talk about. let's talk about judgment today let's talk about the ego let's talk about fear let's talk about anger you know like but, yeah. but these things it's like this is popping up in my life in my relationships in whatever in my community within my friends and i was like this is present right now let's talk about it and i always bring myself in it's like okay this you know i, I make it up from scratch i'm not like reading mm. any blog and like okay yeah all right, this is what you say. That no, it's like this is this is what I have. What you guys have, and yeah. the people really love the way of teaching like this because they don't feel like something's wrong with them. It's like yeah, something's wrong with all of us. Another way I like, to <laughs> des- I like another way I like to describe this this theme is is simple because you know you you know spiritual communities like Atitlan and in Greece or the, you know. Hawaii, if you've been to Hawaii. Bali. Bali. <laughs> She's been to Bali, so you know what I'm talking Here's a simple way to put it. If, if a teacher, because it's such a high calling to be a teacher, especially when we're talking about healing, spiritual, I mean, and in a way for me, it doesn't mean you're doing breath work either, because for me, a true teacher has that approach to anything, whatever they're teaching which is helping, to helping that person to grow and to expand and to, to release the, their limitations. Help but, or just support. Yeah, because, well, yeah. Well, just to say it this way, if that teacher, especially applied, because I, I know the, the, the yoga, shamanic realm better than any others, really. If they come to a point where they think they know it all, <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> that's the end of your career right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. You know, like, but even so opinionated that there's no I, discussion. No, yeah. yeah. No, it's like what I know is that I don't know anything. Like yes. I know what my body Satna. knows, what my mind knows, <laughs> what my spirit knows, what what I experience. That's what I really know. Mm. But I don't know what anybody else knows. Like I know that there is a, as many truths as there is people. And all as all it is my job is to be true to myself and to adjust mm. to everybody else's truth and accept that and just like okay, well this is what you know. So yeah, this, yeah it's a real big struggle of these days now. Yeah, well, because you mentioned intuition and thank you for the compliment because I, I feel like this is something I've, I've honed over decades. I've been you know took I didn't have it all at the beginning. You know, I, no, it's something you build. Yeah. And, and it's about that, it's about that humility, because if, if someone, for me, intuition and humility are interdependent, right? That you can really feel a person. If you're in that stuck place of, you know, affirmative, like, authority, like, you know, it's my way or the how can you really intuit what, what that person is going through in the moment? You know, it's going to be colored. No, no, and you can't, I mean, you can have your ways, and, like, I can have my ways of doing things, and I can share the way I'm doing things. 
but I have to be aware to give people space to do it their way. And I think exactly. that's something yes. I struggled all my life with it, the school system because mm. it's like it's like this. You gotta do like this. But I'm always somebody that thinks outside of the box and like I have my own ways and that would not be accepted in that square box. And <laughs> and so you know it's like it's a big struggle because yeah. everyone is so different. Everybody has different ways of solving problems. Yeah. And um, and so. We <laughs> And so, yeah, as a facilitator, for sure, you have to give space for people to do it their way and you can give them pointers or, like, mm -hmm. they're really mm -hmm. doing it wrong. Like, no, this is not going to get you anywhere because you're bypassing what we're meant to do here. Then, mm -hmm. yeah, you've got to say, of course, but... Um, the facilitator, with, with this work that we're doing, you, and you can come in on this, um, has to be in the moment, present, totally present with the, the participants so that they can intuit that moment and again the best thing is not to have to say anything or do anything just holding space you yeah. see Sykirtan does very well so this yeah before we get to integration there was one thing about that um, oh yeah in, in our little uh, ad that we did we did a video ad before the, the last psychodrama yeah I saw event. it on oh Facebook. you saw it you saw I the saw video it. yeah 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 and we'll <laughs> I watched it in the afternoon. Uh, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, maybe now he's going to say what we're going to do, ah. what it's going to be. <laughs> okay, maybe you can because comment on this thing. It'd be great. But I wanted you to comment anyway, because Saikirtan... Everybody's <laughs> always asking, what is psychodrama? Because <laughs> well, that was the first question. We already... But the second question was uh, pertinent to what we're speaking about right now. Saikirtan asked me, what should people expect? Do you remember what my response was? Expect the unexpected. Ah! She does. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad somebody. <laughs> that was very wise, yeah. yeah. Very wise. Perfect <laughs> but it is, right? Yeah. We, there's no. We cannot predict. No. It's, it's ridiculous, right? You can try to. No, no. It's like you never it. know. It's like it unfolds your whatever is ready for you. Mm -hmm. Same with the, you know, it's mm -hmm. like the same. Breathwork is the same. Like yeah. any journey is different. Like your breath will show you yes. what's right for you right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your nervous system will show you what needs to be done. That's it. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we can finish, speak a little bit about integration. You already touched on that as mm -hmm. well. Um, the integration, for me, is, as you may recall, in, in the play shop, so we like to use the word play, <laughs> has to be fun. Right? It has to be fun. And I think we, we all have, I had fun. Right? <laughs> I had fun. Good. Um, but the integration begins then right after the execution, the second stage being execution, the actual ceremony proper, the psychodrama ceremony. That's when the integration begins right away, or ends. Yeah, that's why we speak about it, because we want people to be aware of this. Integration is key. And this ties back to what you said about ayahuasca. I'm glad you brought that up, because this is, we're not against plant medicines, so don't, don't hear me wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> Because they benefited me in the past, too. Many of these medicines, including ayahuasca. But what I say to anyone who's considering that, or even if you have done, is integration. Integration. You said three years. It can take years. Yeah? Yeah. And, I mean, you know, everybody's got to feel it on their own. Everyone is different. Um, I took three years because, for me, it was a very powerful journey. And... Um, I did other things in this integration time. Yeah. I did other things that helped me with yes. that integration. Like ayahuasca is like the mother plant. Yeah. Like it's it's just so powerful. And then you know, doing all the breathwork journeys, each one touched mm -hmm. on one of the things that came up with ayahuasca. Doing psilocybin journeys again, connecting back to that. Mm -hmm. Doing other things like it just keeps on coming back to this. Mm -hmm. And now I mm -hmm. feel. It just took, yeah, three years to have, like, full cycle. Like, I have no yeah. more questions. But maybe that's one thing that I didn't didn't follow, one lead that I might have to check out and that might lead me to my next ayahuasca journey into the Brazilian jungle. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you go to Brazil? I no. did not, but mm. um, um, Abuela Ayahuasca told me a message, and um, I haven't followed through with that because I thought mm. it's too much out there. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. But it's the last thing that I haven't touched on. So I might do that, and that might bring me back into the jungle of Brazil. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it seems, seems that having received, because I, I we, observing and supporting you in the, in the ceremony on Friday really felt like your, your prayers were answered, your intention was, was answered, and then some, perhaps, because there were some other things that came up, if you want to yeah. speak to, but, um, that now you are ready, perhaps, for a new no I'm absolutely yeah. like calls it's just I and I was even offered this while I was here obviously mm. and get it offered somewhere mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. but um, and with some good shamans I think that came in from Brazil and they're only here twice a year or something oh did you, you met them? And no I didn't oh, meet them but yeah. somebody told me yeah. about it and I was really inclined I'm like wow this sounds like legit like I really mm. would love to do this but I'm not prepared like yes the last the, sec yeah. Yeah, the second time I did mm. the second ayahuasca journey I did I did not prepare mm. myself mm. well yeah. enough like so the first time I did yeah. the <laughs> second time I was going for the wrong reasons and I got yes. my ass handed to me Mm -hmm. But it was perfect because this I is exactly yeah. the experience I needed. Like, the, yes. you know, it's, it's always perfect. But um, it just, yeah, it just taught me a lot of things. And I was like, nope, I'm not prepared. I didn't do the, the diet, even though I'm a very clean person. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I, I have no time for integration. Like, I'm only here for yes. sure. I can't do Friday, Saturday. I was can't fly on Sunday. It's impossible. No, That's the no. mistake I did in the last time. I didn't really have a supported integration time, mm -hmm. which I think you need to be yes. very protected. Ayahuasca opens you up so much, mm -hmm. so much. You're so vulnerable mm -hmm. that yeah. anything Extreme. after can really Extreme. touch you yes. and fuck you up. Yes. And so you really need to be in a protected yes. bubble for a while before you go back to the world. And so Absolutely. I was like, this is not the moment, but... Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to try or just actually like really go to Brazil. Like. Yeah, I mean, this is the ideal, <laughs> isn't, yeah. isn't it? Go to the go source. Go to where it yeah. goes, go to the source. That's <laughs> what mm. Abuela Waska told me. It's like, mm -hmm. this is done where, because where it grows, the energy of the earth is synced with what's going on, right? With, mm. with, the, mm -hmm. with the plant and if it, the plant travels, I mean, it's yeah. great surroundings here too, and even mm. in the DR, I did it there, it's, it's great, like as long as you're in nature, right? But um, I just feel it's more potent to mm. go to source and then be with genuine yes. shamans, which are really yes. hard to find, really, really hard. It is very... These days because it's yes. such a tourist trap. Yeah, there are many, many charlatans now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like wannabes. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then, yeah, it's, it's yeah, but you know what? That's what I'm manifesting in a know that's going to come to me then when the time is right. And yeah, so coming back to, to, I, to the... Integration. <laughs> Integration. The psycho, well, psychodrama, the because um, yeah. Yeah, I feel really proud in a way, pleased with speaking of source, because psychodrama itself, like kirtan, sound healing, things that we facilitate here, the source is us. It's, you know, we don't have to go to a specific place as with the plant medicine. Yeah. And on top of that, we, we do use, we use cacao, which is local yes. to here. It yes. is made right here, actually. You know, and it's... Yeah. Did you enjoy the cacao? Oh, it's like so much <laughs> cacao while I was here. I'm like... Mm. <laughs> Best but cacao. It's, it's wonderful because yeah. cacao was calling me as much as this lake was calling me and mm. just everything just was on the plate. Here you go. You got all the things. And I'm inspired and like in my country... They also grow cacaos, and I'm like, okay, mm. I can, I can do cacao. How can I not? It's, it's one of the best. I can't think of any medicine it's, more it's nice. pure, it's hearts, just a nice, heart opening. Yeah. A nice. Um, I mean, I haven't been to a traditional cacao ceremony, but I really, that's something I want to do the next time I come back. It's yeah, we can. Didn't we can, have enough time. Yeah. But um, just to have this, you know, moment where you're all together and you put the intention and you sing your cacao song, and it's just. It's just a nice opening to mm. a, a journey like, together as a group to open the space and yeah, connect everybody. And what what we we made some suggestions in the workshop in terms of integration. What what integration do you think you might want to do or need to do from the ceremony Friday? Uh, well, journaling of course, and just you know. Um, meditating over all the mm. things that were revealed and just let it sink in and mm. see what else that will bring up but um, you can I'll you can we're open to you know support too because it's so important I don't mean to interrupt but just to say this too that um, 
as a facilitator, having been facilitating psychodrama for a long time, it it hurts me sometimes when I when I see someone because someone can have a really profound experience, but then they they, they drop it, they don't integrate it, mm-hmm. and I'm like it's like oh it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you come to breathwork class yeah. and then you're going to yeah. have some beers afterwards yeah. because, okay, well, yeah. I'm moving on to the next. I always mm. say integration doesn't stop when yes. the, the session stops. Mm. It, it, it goes on for a while, like especially in your sleep. Like, go mm. home, be quiet. Go yes. sleep, dream. Yeah. That's when the brain connects the dots. You know? <laughs> wow, I'm glad I didn't sit over there. <laughs> yeah, taking um, a bath, a nice... Yeah, just stay within and even don't talk about it too much Mm. because once you spill it out, you kind of like you analyze it, you overanalyze it, you like kind of lose the the momentum. The other voices might come in that like give you suggestions or just, you know, opinions because um, that's what happens. And yeah, no, it's just. I, I learn a lot. I mean, I used to be somebody that be like, oh my God, this was amazing. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I learned that I don't get anywhere with this. And that also brings um, the people around me that maybe had had the same journey like out of their own integration because it's like a bit of a, you know, it's, it's nice to have like a few insights of how did your journey go? Was good? Did you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not in detail yes. because it, while I'm listening to you, I'm forgetting I'm coming out of my own yes. bubble, and um, it's like an incubation. Yeah, it's, period, it's, it? I think it's important. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, just to go back to it. And yeah, that's a good. Thank you for. Yeah, that's a very good point. Right, but just keeping that bubble around you. In fact, that's what we, we, we like to create that with the Magalacharan mantra and this, you know, creating a sacred space that you can even bring that with you, that same yeah. enclosure. So you, because you have us, doesn't mean you need to communicate directly or you have us supporting you in that even after the yeah. event. Yeah? yeah. Thank you so much. Thank this you. has been so <laughs> fun. <laughs> so fun. Satnam, what a beautiful interview. It's just joy for me to hear it over again. This brings back great memories of our time shared with Sabrina. We hope that she'll come back here again to Atitlan. I want to give her deep gratitude for this opportunity to speak about psychodrama and specifically about facilitator training that she helped to inspire. Something we've been toying with but really came through crystal clear during the interview and the having done this amazing session with her and the others in the group, that it's time, it's time for us to create a curriculum for facilitators. As we tend to attract, uh, most of our participants tend to be yoga teachers, therapists, as, as in Sabrina's case, a breathwork practitioner, facilitator, so it's, it's very clear and obvious to us that we have a, a role, a mission here to create facilitator training. Psychodrama is unique, especially as we present it, because it also is complemented by our work with Kundalini Yoga, with Nad Yoga, trance dance, journaling, many other components to it and as you heard in the interview when, when I asked uh, Sabrina if she would consider the facilitator training she was very affirmative about that and mentioned it to a few others that we've been working with and they're also yes so we're looking at creating that very soon actually so that we can offer it online as well as here in person so that people who want to do the training can do one or both, long distance and here in person. So thank you again, Sabrina, for the inspiration to do that and to speak of the facilitator training. Satnam Wahiguru. We thank you for tuning in. 
Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. So